to the Black Minds. What up, everybody? I'm your boy, Zach. I'm here with my homie, Sin, and we are the Black Minds. Today, we have a special guest, Mr. Vaughn Lee. What's up, Vaughn Lee? How are you? Hey, what's going on, King? I'm blessed, Black Buddy, going highly favored. How are y'all? I'm doing well, man. I can't complain. I'm living. That's right. I'm here. Fine, too, man. Doing fine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now, let's get right into it. How did you get the name Vaughn Lee? Is that that's my name? my name. Nah, my name is Devante, but like my family since I was practically born calls me Vaughn. So everybody asks me that. They think that's like some type of stage name. Nah, it's just my name. <laughs> I rock with I that just, nickname, man. I rock with that nickname, bro. I, re- I, just, wait, I hate so, Devante, so I just go by My family's called me Vaughn ever since I was born practically, so I just go by it. Oh, man. So like Leak, Leak is your last name as well? Yeah, Leak is my last name. That's yeah. what's up, bro. <laughs> That's, dope. That's dope. It sounds like it should be like something I made up, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people say that. <laughs> so tell the people, like, what do you do, man? Like, what is your job? Like, what do you love to do? <sighs> what do I do? What don't I do, man? I'm uh, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I'm a digital creator, man. Um, I am currently. Uh, creator and a co-host of a YouTube series called Late and in Color uh, that me and my boy Rashid do every single Wednesday. It's a late night type web show uh, where we do different types of challenge. We do like a, it's like a fun take on like a late night slash variety type show. So like a Jimmy Fallon. Like a mythical morning. Yeah, yeah. Type like that. And then I do, uh, I go to college at William Patterson University and I am the program director of our radio station, Brave New Radio, as well as host of our morning campus uh, news show called Morning Commute with two other co-hosts of mine. And we do like celebrity gossip, uh, hot headlines. We do like debates and stuff like that on there. So but like, I do, I've done a bunch of other stuff too. So it's kind of similar to like the breakfast club or something like that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> got you, got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope, that's dope. So, our own so, little take on it. Yeah, so like what made you get into that stuff? Like what, what inspired you to be in, uh, you know, like have your own show? And things of that nature get into radio what, what inspired you to do this um i always tell people like i accidentally fell into it you know like i mean i was de- when i was about 10 or 11 and i was just talking to my sister about this i was definitely a disney channel kid like when like when we was like 10 11 like watching good luck charlie and all that stuff and i was mm-hmm. like yo whatever i could do to be here like i'm gonna I'm a do this so uh, when I was younger, I used to go on a couple auditions here and there. I didn't have a whole lot of luck because I wasn't really trained as an actor. So I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to start doing my own thing. So I started doing like little corny skits with like my cousins and stuff. Then I started watching stuff like Saturday Night Live, like you mentioned, or Jimmy Fallon. Or I even watched like iCarly back in the day and stuff like that. So I was like, yo, let me try to create. My main thing, I, I would say, is sketch comedy. I've done sketch comedy for just as long as I've been creating. Um, and then more recently I've tapped into doing more serious, uh, talk programs. I had a podcast called stay woke and we talked about, um, obviously social issues where we talked, uh, we did like other little segments. Uh, we did something, uh, kind of similar to Charlemagne's donkey today where we talked, it was called, what the hell was that about? And we talked about like crazy things going on in the world. Um, and then, uh, I started doing interviews cause I loved, I love doing interviews, um, and then, yeah, I guess just going to college and growing up having more real life experiences, it just got me more interested in becoming more well-rounded as a multimedia personality. And now I want to just grow to continue to do a bunch more of the same thing, whether it's f- short films or TV shows or more talk shows, whatever it's shot, whatever in, in, in media. That's just that's my, it's my life. That's what's up. That's what's up. So what is it like being the CEO of your own studios? Like, what is that uh, like being the, the top guy, the top honcho? How does that feel? Uh, 
it feels right now it feels good um i know that it's uh, this is really i can't even say it's the beginning uh it's just barely the beginning von league studios is just beginning to scratch the surface of what it's of its capabilities and what i hope for it to be tyler perry is a big inspiration of mine uh so to have to to see first of all to see another black man who came literally from nothing someone who i would not just myself. I don't want to like down Tyler Perry, but he's even said it himself. Somebody who was, has less advantage than I have, like have lived in his car at some points in time, have the biggest television production or the biggest production studio in, in the United States, a black man. I think that's crazy. So to, to that is just essentially the dream to be able to have that um, and go even above and beyond, probably go above Tyler Perry, be the be the next one that you look at in the line of Tyler Perry's and Spike Lee's and stuff like that. So, but it's really, really dope. And like I said, we've been only beginning to scratch the surface of what we can do. So are you looking to any like other business ventures besides, you know, podcasting or, you know, with uh late and in color or anything like that, or. Um, at, not at the moment. I'm definitely looking obvious, like as obviously in the future, uh, cause we have, like I said, I've done, uh, maybe a hundred sketch, like little sketch things. I've directed a, a short film. It's not out to the public, uh, but we did like a, a screening back in March, right before COVID. Um, I have the radio show, the podcast. So I like to dip, what is that saying? Dip your hand in the many baskets. I think is that saying? Stay versatile. Stay versatile. Yeah, yeah. I like to stay versatile and do a lot. Um, but as far as what else I'd want to do, I don't know. I'm open to really anything. I just love the world of digital media and especially with COVID and just everything that we've had going on. It's like, it's allowed many creators to really capitalize off of doing stuff digitally and doing stuff uh, through the internet. Who is the number one person that you want to work with one day? Like, who is that, who is that guy? Like, yo, I had to work with this man one day or this woman one day. Like who, who was that person? Man, I have, I have three. Can I give you three? Yeah. Give me, give me three. Give Give me the reasons why. All right, Jimmy Fallon, uh, because Jimmy Fallon has done just about everything that I want to do in the t- in the world of uh, the entertainment industry. He's a talk show host. He he did sketch comedy on SNL. His his movie career was very short, but he do- still delve into movies. And he's a musician, and I'm a mus- I'm a drummer, and I uh, want to continue to do that. Tyler Perry, because Tyler Perry, like I said, is just a force to be reckoned with. Has created a billion dollar company as the biggest uh, product, physical production company studio. Um, and it's just another definition of black excellence. And then Charlemagne the God, because Charlemagne the God is a um, a voice in society in terms of radio and podcast, really even expanding outside of radio and podcasting, um, uh, just entertainment in general, he can do it all. So those three. So out of the three, who was mm-hmm. the top dog, you know, that, that you want to collab that's like, all right, I definitely got to collab this guy. Who's the top book? I'm gonna go out of, out of those three. Damn, y'all put me in a, a tough spot. Uh, <laughs> damn, I'm gonna say it's crazy. I was having this conversation with my girl like two weeks ago. I'm gonna say Jimmy Fallon for the fact that Jimmy Fallon, because he like is a talk show host and interviews like hella people, he can kind of put me in the avenues to like meet certain people. Charlemagne. Charlemagne and Tyler Perry definitely can do that, but I feel like their avenue is kind of one, kind of narrow, one lane, kind of narrow. Yeah, not. I wouldn't even just say narrow, but they're just more centered, centered on one thing. Jimmy, I feel like has like a wide range of stuff that he could do. So, and I don't. I feel like Charlemagne and Tyler Perry, even though they're very um, 
they obviously work and do whatever with whoever. Their main thing is center, uh, centralizing on black people. And I want to work with uh, white people, the Hispanics, everything. I'm not to say like Tyler Perry and Charlamagne obviously don't do stuff with uh, non-black people, but I definitely want to be well-rounded. So for any, so for anybody that's listening out there, like, what is the best advice that you would give them? What, what would you tell like a young boy, a young black boy, a young black girl, or anybody? Period. That's in the same field as you and I and sincere. Like, what what is the advice that you would give them? Uh, I give anytime somebody asks me this, I give some cliche advice, but I just really think like you should just go out there and do it. And I was having a conversation with a friend last week about like she was telling me that uh she doesn't have like the charisma or like the oomph to go and do whatever it is that she wants to do and she needs help. But I told her like, yo, you only get, first of all, you only get one life and time and money are two precious things. And I can tell you both that I don't have a lot of either. So if there's something that you want to do in this world, literally just go ahead and do it. Whether you fail, whether you take off and you get like, you become, you, you trend on TikTok. I don't know what it is that you're going to do, but Whatever it is that you want to do, trial and error is the only way that you're going to get to where it is that you want to be. Um, and I think trial and error is one of the be- taught me some of the best things that I know how to do and some of the best life lessons that I know right now in my life. So, uh, yeah, just simply do it. I know it might be nerve wracking, but once having a good team around you is good. Also, I will say that. But I mean, you're not if you can't find people to do it around you do something for yourself and then eventually people will gravitate uh, no matter what the project is or whatever in general, not even just project, whether it's you want to do like sports or an uh, instrument or something like that. Okay. Got you. Got you. All right. So yeah. the topic I want to talk about uh, today is the power of media and black representation. Mm-hmm. So today's media consists of internet, TV, radio, video games, right. all, all that, et cetera, et cetera. And I would like to read this this quote from uh, Malcolm X. He says, the media is the most powerful entity on earth. They have the power to make the innocent guilty and to make the guilty innocent. And that's power because they contrast the minds of the masses. So I always ask you, Vaughn Leak, what are your thoughts on other minority groups exploiting black people in media? Uh, it depends, really. It depends on the people that are exploiting it and in what ways they're exploiting it. If you're a person, so you, you asked for specifically black people, you said? Yes. Uh, it's crazy because like black people exploit black people too. Like uh, black people, and I feel like this year has been a very big representation of the fact that like, as as divided as this world is, we really became very united in this world the same way because of, even before like, uh, like all the Black Lives Matter protests, like COVID, like we all came together to quarantine separately. And especially with the whole Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, uh, George Floyd, like it showed that black people really uh, can come together when uh, it's necessary. And unfortunately that that has not gravitated to the rest of the world, to other uh, certain other minority groups or even just white people, but other minority groups exploiting uh, black people. I think that you, I don't think they know exactly uh, what black people are trying to get at. Like it's, I was watching this episode of law and order SBU yesterday and mm-hmm. it was a practically uh, uh, they portrayed what happened with the Christian and Amy Cooper thing where she called the cops on him in the park and he wasn't doing Jack. And so for cops to sit here and be like, Oh, well he fit the profile. He uh, 
is doing X, Y, and Z. Well, you that's not what you were initially there for. Or just think, I don't know, it's hard to explain because it's so like, there's so, we're in such a, uh, a place where every situation is different, but at the same time, all we want is to feel like we are people. That is all black people, and I guess minority groups too. Because uh, I'm half Puerto Rican as well, and my girlfriend is, uh, she's Hispanic as well. All we want is to feel like people, feel like a part of the rest of the world. And like slavery was supposedly abolished, what, 400 years, 400 plus years ago? Still going today, but it's just not like- Yeah, it was, that's why I said supposedly. It was supposedly abolished 400 plus years ago. But mm -hmm. we're still living in this time of uh, uh, of racial oppression, uh, social injustice, like where are- Yep. I think one of the one of the crazy things that I thought I saw when we talked about it on Morning Commute was the fact that uh, Daniel Cameron, who was the attorney general who uh, did the verdict on the Breonna Taylor case, I believe that's what his name is, um, and he's black. And then uh, no charges were uh, pushed. The only charges that were pushed through for that were for a bullet that went through somebody else's home, nothing for Breonna Taylor or Kenneth Walker. And that was a clear representation of, yo, all skinfolk ain't your kinfolk. And I feel like it's just really crazy how divided we are, but I don't, I don't, when people talk about we need social reform um, or just police, like police reform, there is no, there is no form. We have to put together a form because we're yeah. not united as a people or as the, we're not a United States, especially with, and, uh, with the people that are in office, not even just presidential office, but the Senate and the house of reps and stuff. Oh, I feel right. like we all, right. we all just need like a, we need, we need some type of form to bring us all together. Zach, what are your thoughts, man? Um, I definitely agree with Von Leek 100%. Um, I personally feel that not all black people, I mean, yes, I would love for black people to unify, but we have too many coons and, and Uncle Toms in, in, in our community, and I feel like like th those are cancers. And I feel like we shouldn't try to hold on to them and, or try to unite with them because they will sell us out for the benefit of themselves. So I, I definitely agree with you, Von Leek, on that 100%. Um. I just feel like, you know, black people, we have to start educating ourselves. I always say this on the show. We just have to start educating ourselves, um, you know, read more, invest and in, change our mindsets, invest in something that, that is very, very important and stop investing on the BS that's not beneficial for our community whatsoever. And then once we do that, I feel like we'll definitely be better than ever in, in history, if not be what we used to be anxious of years ago. Right. It's not even just, I feel like we... Once we invest in ourselves, uh, we have to start making sure other people invest in us. Even if they right. don't entirely invest in us, they have to know that we are a people, that we have feelings, that we are people, and that we stand for something on this earth. Because it's kind of like, oh, so mm -hmm. just because I'm black or because of the color of my skin, right. uh, I don't matter. My feelings don't matter. It's kind of, it, it's right. like, where is the line there? You know? No, I hear you. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Yeah. You're, you're, you're dead on right. Like, it's a situation where it's like we're like we're asking for our respect and like at this point like we're like we're demanding it like we just mm -hmm. want we just want equal opportunity we want equal rights and things of that nature and it, it feels like we're not getting that but I feel like you know and this is gonna go on to the next topic you know later in the show but I feel like it's gonna slowly slowly happen but we just have to keep fighting and keep working and it's like you know yeah, we just gotta work twice as hard than you know than the average you know average Joe, and that's just the, the untold truth and just just the reality you know that us black people just gotta go through stuff. So right. my question for you, Von Leek, is: Do you think that racial stereotyping, you know, in um, other minority groups, like have like something to do with black people, you know, reinforcing white supremacy? Uh, I think it's all all groups. Um, 
with reinforcing white supremacy. Because I know there are a lot of, see, the, I think a big, um, contra, not contradict misconception is that all Trump supporters are racist. Obviously, that well, one that is uh, that is a stereotype, even though that, that it's, it's proven to be true, a lot mm -hmm. of them. Mm -hmm. But for not all Trump supporters are racist and not all racists are Trump supporters. Right. But like I said, like the Daniel Cameron thing, Daniel Cameron is a black man who put through um, uh, an order for nothing to be nothing to happen to these three white cops who unjustly broke into this woman's home, killed her and shot and tried to press charges on her boyfriend on her black boyfriend. So I feel like black people, uh, I mean, that's, that is a black example. But like I said, I feel like color people of, or people of all groups, people, whether you're white or black or Hispanic or whatever, I feel like we all need a big, a big ass humbling. And we really need to look at America in the eye be like, yo, this is supposed to be United States. Why aren't we united? And I think a lot of that comes back to the people, like I said, that are in office. Hopefully now that uh, Kamala and Joe Biden are going to be in office. There will be some type of change. I know the, something that I found also, that I saw on social media this past week. It was funny, but it was true. Like we're back to not not we're not like OD racism now. We're back to regular racism in the White House or through power because Donald Trump just did uh, extensive amount of things. But that's not to say Joe Biden is not racist. We don't know what I mean. He's said and proven things here and there. But now that we have a black and Asian woman in the office, hopefully there will be some type of change and justification to the way things are played out. And so hopefully uh, white people, black people, Hispanics, Asians, whatever it is, um, kind of push the, the stereotypes um, that we place on each other. But I don't feel like that comes down to just white people. I feel like white supremacy definitely exists and white privilege definitely exists, but I feel like it comes down to just everybody. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So Zach, what you got for us today, man? Well, today, like, it's exactly what we're gonna talk about, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. Recently, well, I'm sure everybody knows, um, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are now elected to be, you know, the forefront of this country. Joe Biden got in, he's elected president, and Kamala Harris got elected to be vice president. And I'm gonna ask you, Von Lee, do you think that there would be change in this country now that they're in office um i can hope <laughs> i think we can all hope i don't think yeah. i think there will be changes because trump is not well trump will not be in office i first of all i think this whole this transition between now and january 20th is going to be something crazy because you know trump is not conceding with any of this that's going on but as far as change goes i can hope and i could pray but just because we got well, we're getting Trump and Mike Pence out of office. Means the world is okay. I think it means the world is still far from okay. I think it means we're maybe one step closer to being a better United States, but we have a long way to go. And black people, uh, we we still have work to do. We got him out of the office. Now let's hold uh, Biden and his administration down to getting the changes that so-called said that we're going to get done. The three of us. Are college students and Biden said that he was going to help uh, help with that, especially for black people. Let's hold Biden to those uh, promises that he said he was going to give to us. What about um, they're just announced Monday. They're trying to figure out this covid vaccine. Let's hold Biden to mm -hmm. that. I'm not going to be one of the first to get that covid vaccine, but I'm just saying, Hell let's see. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. But let's yeah, hold yeah. accountable for these things, because <laughs> as the people who got this man in the office and any president, that is our job. And I feel like we fell short of that because. If Donald Trump got in the office, hell, one of the three of us, I feel like, could be in the office in a couple of years. Like, who knows? But 
Um, as far as change goes, all I, like I said, all I can do is hope and pray. I was also hearing things, you know, in the media as far as the Democratic Party, they kind of cheated the votes. They was having dead people register to vote, things that things of that nature, dead people was voting um, in all these red states. And I want to ask you, Von Lee, do you think there was conspiracy behind Joe Biden winning the election? Or do you think it's just a situation where they're just trying to find something to complain about as the reason uh, as to Trump losing? Who's complaining? Is it the Dems or the Republicans? Basically, the, basically, basically the Republicans and the the woke people, quote unquote, the woke people. I feel like the the Republicans are definitely just trying to find something to get there to so that way their God Donald Trump can stay in the office. Um, but I feel like these past four years were really, and especially specifically twenty twenty, were really an awakening for Trump supporters, for people that even if they were a Democrat or whatever, or even if you were undecided. Like I think this year was very much an awakening for people. Um, Biden, what this is just what I feel. Like I said, I don't know. Uh, uh, Biden won fair and square. They're recounting the votes apparently, so we'll find out. I think it's December tenth or something like that. What's going on? Uh, but I feel like this is just another reason for people to complain. And Trump has proven time and time again, and Trump's people that they are not really. They don't really. They're going to do whatever the hell they want to do. They don't care for us, and they don't care for uh, the rights and uh, things that we have going on. So they're just going to continue to do what they want to do. Now, let's just say these counts come back and Trump does win. Obviously, that'll be a big upset. I think the election's over, honestly. I think that's it. I think Biden won. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's what, over, man. Yeah, I don't know what's going to come of these uh, these recounts. Um, whether they were doing the... I don't... Actually, I was going to say whether they are doing, like, registering dead people, but I don't think so. You know how many celebrities came out this year and said they're voting for the first time in their lives? Exactly. Yeah, that... that. So, Whew, that that really surprised me. Like and also, Snoop, and like, also a lot I, that, of people, a lot, a lot of people that um they used to be in jail, they finally registered to vote. So that is yeah. well, you have to take in consideration. So I don't think it was no conspiracy whatsoever. Yeah, nah. there were people that um I know a, a group of people who were like holding a a campaign to register people to vote. That's how you know that a lot of people really we they they realize like yo we can't have another four years of this or even even anything like this. So. Uh, like Snoop, um, Snoop is the first one to come to mind, but a lot of celebrities who are 40 and up are saying this is the first time in their lives they're voting because they realize that we need to get out of this uh, systemic and racial oppression. Now, do you think voting is the only way in order, is the only way to help the black community? Or you think that's like the only thing that we can do at, in the community to help us? Uh, no, like I said, I feel like holding these people who are supposed to have these titles accountable for what they're supposed to be doing um definitely goes a long way i def i didn't participate in any protests because of covid and i live with people who are more at risk for covid but i definitely think the protest this summer definitely helped a lot um i definitely feel like i don't specifically know um a lot of ways but i i know like I, the protests are just one big example but i know that black people uh, people in general if you want if, if your voice if you want your voice to be heard there's a way to make your voice heard we have so many avenues and drawing back to the technology thing, like technology, let's TikTok is a great avenue to be able to get your voice heard and get whatever message you have to get across. Um, to Tuesday, my school had a petition, um, like a peaceful protest. So that way we could have like a pass fail uh, option. And yesterday it just got passed. So if you, if your voice really matters or if you feel like your voice really matters, then like I said, just go ahead and do what you have to do. And uh, numbers count. Like, obviously, what we've seen with this election and numbers count. If you really stand up for something 
uh, you make your voice heard, change, some type of change will happen. I'm not going to say the change that you want happens, obviously, because we still don't have justice for uh, Breonna Taylor, uh, but justice happens in some way, shape, or form. God is always watching. How do you think the world would have reacted, America, you know, the world, period? How do you think they would have reacted if Trump would have won instead of Biden? I was honestly scared. I honestly, even like, even when Biden won, I thought that, like, there was going to be, I knew there was going to be chaos regardless, whether Trump won and the world, like, came crashing down because people were pissed, or that Biden won and Trump would be mad, so Trump supporters would come, like, uh, crashing, crashing stuff down. Um, if Trump would have won again, I really feel like we would have failed as a country. I still don't feel like we've succeeded as a country, but I feel like we have made change uh, in terms of like, like your voice matters and like your vote, like a lot of people don't think voting matters. Your vote matters in some way, shape or form, even though like the electoral college and the popular vote, like those mm-hmm. things are very weird. But I think mm-hmm. uh, the world would be, I think Trump would have been like, uh, Trump would have knew that if he won again, he would have been too full of himself and it just would have been crazy. It was like how people were scared of that. When Trump caught caught COVID, I'm going to say with quotes, um, people were like, yo, if Trump makes it through this, he's going to come back better than ever because he's going to be like, I got I got COVID and I live. So I feel like it's going to be kind of like, I feel like if he would have won, it would have kind of been like one of those things. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. How do y'all feel? I want to know how y'all feel about if, uh, um, if, if Trump would have won. Oh man, it would have been a situation where as to we just would have been like I said, we would have been just screwed globally. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like you know the world would have came to an end, or if not, we would have went to war. At least this country would have went to war with, with um North Korea, things of that nature. Like this country would have went downhill. Um, the poor will get poorer, the rich will get richer, and it'll be a situation where black people is going to be more in a deeper hole than what we already are in. So um. I just personally feel that you know it was it was vital that black people that black people go out and vote. People in general will vote, but not for Trump because obviously this country, this world would be in shambles if he was to get in. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what would have happened. Globally, globally, globally done, man. How about you, sir? Yeah, to be honest, um, I think if he would uh, would have been reelected, uh, this. Just, just past uh, election and everything else, I think it would have been a, possibly a World War Three because we saw, we already saw, like, you know, what four years, what Trump is like and everything else. And it's just, we couldn't really benefit from there anything else. There was no change or anything, anything like that. But now that, you know, Biden is, you know, in office and everything else, I'm kind of, I'm slightly happy. I'm not like, now, see, are we are we excited that Biden is in office or are we excited that Trump is out of office? Well, getting out of office. I'm excited that Trump is out of yeah. office, yeah. not getting out of office. <laughs> I'm excited yeah. Trump is out of office. Because I know I know the real Biden. Biden is no angel. Like a lot of people don't know that Biden is is the reason why a lot of blacks went to jail. Harris. Like people, oh, people don't pe- people don't know that. Kamala Harris as well. But the thing no. is, the thing is, my problem with Trump is Trump is never quote unquote wrong. Like he never admits his wrongs. He, he's always right. At least with right. Joe Biden. He admitted, you know, what he what he has done to the black community was wrong, and he's trying to. And what he that's this is what he said. He's trying to fix it. So you know, I, I want to give you know give him a chance. But with Trump, it's like he's never wrong. You know what I'm saying? Four, he's he's had four years of a chance. Yeah, exactly. Four and look and look where we are now. Exactly. <laughs> My point exactly. 
And like, but like, I want to ask you, Von Lee, what what are your thoughts on black people voting for Trump? <laughs> like Biden said, you ain't if you vote for Trump, you ain't black. Nah, um, <laughs> yeah, that that that. Uh, nah, that was that was that interview was crazy. Um, black people voting for Trump. Uh, all I gotta say is, I hope he, I hope he does whatever you 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 hope that he does for you. That's all I can say. If you're black, if you're any person of color, and you really think that Trump, Donald Trump, will do something for you and your people, mm-hmm. then maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> that's I, I really I don't even have an answer for that. Do you maybe think I'm that, the one that's crazy? <laughs> do you think that Trump really had like a five? I think it was about five hundred billion dollar plan for the black community. For the black oh, the community. Po- do you think that? Yeah. Do you think that was real, or do you think he was just trying to? Lure us into like, okay, let's vote for him because you know how black people can be when it comes to money. Like, oh, he giving us money. Let's you know, let's do this. That was all a plan uh, for right. This plan comes out right before election day. Like, come on, right? If this plan is good, if this plan is gonna go through, Donald Trump will make sure that him and Ice Cube pass this plan, and the money gets to the black people where it's needed before he before he leaves office. If mm-hmm. this plan, if he doesn't care about this plan, or if this plan is not real, then then we will continue to not see it. So, right, like I, like right. I said, to all the black people that may or may not have voted for Trump, God bless you. Right. Nah, but absolutely. Um. Well, that's all we have for tonight, y'all. I want to thank you, Von Lee, for coming through. I really appreciate you. Before we go, is there anything you want to shout out? You know, new episodes for your, you know podcast your radio show anything you want to just say say to the fans yeah man y'all could check me out uh well first of all i want to thank y'all brothers for having me on uh god bless y'all and i hope that y'all continue to do amazing things this was an honor and a blessing to be on y'all could catch me uh two times a week uh wednesday nights on youtube.com slash vont leak that's v-o-n-t-l-e-a-k uh new episodes of latent in color drop every single wednesday at 7 p.m and then you can catch me Monday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. on Brave New Radio. Uh, you can find that on the TuneIn app or the Radio FX app. Well, you can follow me on, on, on Instagram. That's where I'm most active, at VontLeak. And I have everything there for y'all to check me out on. You heard the man. Also, guys, be sure to follow us on Instagram at the underscore BlackMoss underscore. I repeat, follow us on Instagram at the underscore BlackMoss underscore. You can, follow, you can also follow us on Facebook at ZachSinBree. I repeat, ZachSinBree, capital Z capital S space Brie and make sure you hit the link in the bio for new episodes, for new content, all that, et cetera. Um, finally, like I said, thank you for coming through, man, giving us your perspective on the black community. I really appreciate it, man. Thank y'all for having me. I love this platform, man. Keep doing what y'all doing and I'll come back anytime. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You definitely coming back. We got you, brother. (laughs) You definitely coming back. Everybody stay black. Stay safe. Later guys. Peace.